Another area of our country where we haven't kind, kind of caught up with promises that were made. We had a constitutional court judgment. It was authored by the current, he was then the Deputy Chief Justice, Raymond Zondo, and it said that marijuana was fine for personal use. If you grew your own, and then there's hemp industry, and there are all sorts of, we're going to have these master plans, and things are going to change, and at least twice a week, I read an article somewhere that says this is not happening. This needs to change. We need to maximize the economic potential of this crop. Hey, uh, anyway, to the Eastern Cape, where during a State of the Province speech last week, the Premier, Oscar Mabuyani, announced a number of plans, including the expunging of criminal records of Dacha farmers. Ricky Stone is a lawyer, an environmental and earth medicines lawyer with Cullinan and Associates. Ricky, good morning. Good morning, John, and good morning to your listeners. Can the Premier, just as a matter of law, can the Premier make an announcement like that? Uh, does the Premier have it? Oh, I presume he's been um, in consultation with the Department of Justice. Who would be responsible for actually authorizing the expunging of criminal records? Yes, John, look, I think it's dangerous to presume anything with uh, our current state of politics in this country. So, look, the the Department of Justice are obviously the responsible government entity for expunging criminal records. Look, I mean, a single line in the state of the province address, uh, with all respect, is potentially political grandstanding. Um, There are, of course, many Dacha farmers, indigenous Dacha farmers in, in rural Pondo land, there are, of course, many more thousands of Dacha traders, Gogos, that have been arrested for selling matchboxes at taxi ranks, uh, many still sitting in prison, never even to be granted their day of bail. So, the, yeah, so how does, how does one approach this? Um, it is still illegal to grow, to grow marijuana for the purposes of it being consumed as a, um, as would you call it an earth medicine in that sense? No, um, it is it is legal to grow your own and it's legal to smoke your own in private, but it is still illegal to grow it on a vast scale unless you have managed to convince the authorities that that scale is for a hemp product which has had THC removed from it. Or am I misunderstanding the situation? No, you're not misunderstanding it at all, John. So, and I suppose this is this is what is the real glaring gap in the in the the premier's address, right? He makes mention of 71 hemp permits having been granted in in the province. Of course, the the, the president in in the state of the nation address three years in a row now has made very bold remarks on including rural indigenous cannabis farmers in rural Transkei and rural KZN in the industry, but those farmers are still being arrested. So they obviously don't have the capital outlay to apply for a medical cannabis license through the health regulatory authority. And then of course, hemp is is just another type of cannabis, right? Industrial cannabis, but it has a very low THC threshold. So these rural indigenous farmers cultivate what is colloquially known as land-raised cannabis, and that has higher levels of cannabis. So their their existing use, according to our law, is unlawful. Um, They will, of course, tell you that they are exercising indigenous and customary law rights, and they consider their cultivation as an entrenched custom, which
which has been lawful for hundreds of years. But of course, the rest still continue. Even worse, you have corrupt police coming in, ripping up whole plantations, making no arrests and literally stealing yeah. cannabis. Uh, part of the problem, it's not the only problem, but part of the problem is that Parliament simply hasn't acted on the need to, to set the rules to, to follow Raymond Zondo's judgment. We, we're still in a kind of, um, we, we're still in a kind of vacuum as to understand what in private means and, you know, um, how growing your own, how much can you grow and it still be legal and, and then the, the rules for the cultivation on, on large scale, um, are unclear and such rules as they are that are reasonably clear are cumbersome and expensive. So there's a lot of clarity that is needed and that, that clarity needs surely to come from the legislature. Yes, 100%, John. Look, government had two years from September 2018 to cure the constitutional defect in the existing law. Of course, now the two years have long passed. And there is a Cannabis for Private Purposes bill, which is on the table, but many, myself included, view that bill as being equally unconstitutional. It doesn't make provision for large-scale cultivation. It intends to set limits as to the amount of plants and plant heights and maximum weight, which really shows an absolute lack of understanding of the plant as a whole. So I think what, what is somewhat encouraging is that Finally, the, the wheels are, are moving up at the highest level, and the presidency is now looking to appoint external service providers to help the legislator to draft what he calls a whole plant, all legitimate purposes type of legal framework, which is absolutely necessary to provide legal certainty um, to all of those that are in this industry. Of course, the longer it goes on, and this is very dangerous in a country like South Africa, the more lawlessness you see. So currently you've got thousands of products, whether they are foodstuff-based products or complementary medicine-based products, which are actually unlawful and they're being sold in national retailers um, over the counter. And yet the ones that should be building the, the backbone of this industry still feel the full brunt of the law. Criminal records that should be expunged. I mean, I, again, I don't exactly know how the system works, but I mean, if if before this constitutional court judgment, you were bust for having a, a banky in your possession and you were criminally sanctioned for that, that should is there kind of any automatic desanctioning for something like that, where what was illegal on day thirty one became legal on the next month, day one. John, that, that is exactly how it should work practically. Yeah. Um, even cannabis aside, technically, most minor offenses, you have a criminal record for 10 years. Once the 10 years is up, your criminal record should, or by law, you no longer have a criminal record. But because of somewhat systemic issues within government, it's not done automatically. So you still find yourself in this position having to apply to expunge your record. So one thing, one positive provision in the Cannabis for Private Purposes Bill is a codified provision to expunge criminal records, existing ones, so that would have okay. retrospective effect. But that, that's also, that's purely for, for, for simple possession. Um, there, there are many, particularly rural um, communities who 
were arrested and charged with dealing with cultivation and that they would fall outside of that expungement. So it will require at the highest level a codified provision in whichever law is to be okay. passed in the near future. Okay, well, here's a presidential uh, proclamation. Yeah. Um, a final, a final one, which is a suggestion from a listener. How about a minister of Dhaka? <laughs> <laughs> so look, I think we've got such a bloated cabinet already, um, but but not a bad idea. You, you know, I've I've advised uh, government already, and we say the only way to really get this industry off the ground is to centralise all re- regulatory functions under a single cannabis regulatory authority, for lack of better words, very similar to, to our liquor industry. Yeah. One reason why our liquor industry works, if you, you need to apply for a liquor license, you go to the liquor board. If you want to manufacture, you go to the National Liquor Authority, and there you're regulating at the point of sale, at the point of processing, at the point of manufacturing. That's where we need to get to with cannabis. If you, to lean on the alcohol analogy, if you're farming potatoes that are to be used in vodka, it's not the potato farmer that is regulated. So my hope is that at least for these rural farmers, they would be grandfathered into okay. a legal system and government regulate processing and manufacture. Thank you very much, Ricky Stone, environmental and earth medicines lawyer at Cullinan and Associates. Yeah, Minister of Dhaka. Um, it's high office, that. <laughs>